Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is the founder and CEO of Calibrate, Isabel Kenyon. Isabel, how are you today? Hi, Jared. I'm excited to be here. I'm pumped to have you here. This is this is really great. Um, let's dive right into it. We keep these short and sweet, so tell us about your background. Hi, I'm Isabel. I grew up in New Jersey. I spent the early part of my career in Hong Kong and then London, moved back to New York about 10 years ago, um, broke my back in pelvis skiing, vowed to spend the rest of my life fixing healthcare, had a terrible, terrible experience with the healthcare system and couldn't believe the gap between the quality of the care that I received, which is amazing, and the delivery of that care, which was archaic, and vowed to spend the rest of my life fixing it. And so um, originally joined a pharmacy startup based in New York and then decided to start Calibrate three years ago. Uh, part of, I always say focus on the why, how, what, but you kind of already gave us part of the why, right? In terms of, um, you know, your desire to, to kind of fix healthcare, but could we dig into that a little bit more as well? Yeah. The why is for sure to put consumers back in control of their health. There is nothing worse than feeling out of control of your health. And this system was not built around patients, was not built around people. And so I feel really strongly about redesigning and rebuilding the system to put them back in control and to put them at the center. Uh, for me, the mission of Calibrate is to change the way the world treats weight. And that means we want to change the way people think about and talk about obesity uh, and metabolic health more broadly. But it also means we want to set a new standard of care. And for me, it was personal. I helped my mom find an obesity board certified doctor in New York, learned that there are a few thousand of those and 200 million of my mom, and really wanted to figure out how to bridge that gap, how to find access, increase access, set a new standard of care, and get real care to people um, all across America. And so for me, it was about this idea that we have known how to treat obesity for decades. We know how to improve metabolic health. We know why it's important. We know that cardiometabolic disease is the pandemic. And so for me, it was about figuring out how to increase access and ultimately get more people access to care. And one of the reasons I was really excited to have you on too is about on top of, you know, getting to know your story and hear more about Calibrate, because I've been a fan, uh, is I want to talk more about key findings. So this is something I felt we kind of, as an industry, not not Calibrate, neglected to talk so much about. It's healthcare, right? And we don't talk about, in, in certain areas of like digital health, right, key findings, which, you know, I go to every conference. Um, the conferences are starting to do a, a good job at it, but companies themselves are not talking as much about it. Can you tell us some, about some of the key findings that, you know, Calibrate um, has in regards to weight loss drugs and really what this impact has on the U.S. health system? This, to me, is the thing I'm most proud of about Calibrate. At Calibrate, our North Star is real results, and we publish our results. We publish results for every single person who joined Calibrate. We show you what happened to them in a consort. So this, to me, has been the most important thing. And that's because in this industry, it's super broken, like you said. In healthcare broadly, in weight loss specifically, we do a really bad job at delivering outcomes. And so for me, this is the thing that guides us. The most important thing is how do you figure out what works, who it works for, and then share that. That's what setting a standard of care means. It doesn't mean I'm the only person delivering this standard of care. It means I'm publishing, I'm sharing, and I'm you know changing the conversation meaningfully so that more people get access. When I say we're trying to get more people access, I don't mean we're trying to treat everyone. That'd be insane. Like no one scales a business like that. Um, but it, it does mean that we are having the conversation, changing the conversation, and establishing that what we do works. And so for me, it's this idea that metabolic health is broken. 
it's really simple math. I think right now it's 8% of Americans who qualify for the CDC's definition of metabolic health, which means that you're not using a prescription medication to treat one of the five criteria that they use, which is waist circumference, triglycerides, blood sugar, um, uh, cholesterol, and blood pressure. And that is appalling. <laughs> like, like we are, that is broken. And what we know and what we've learned is that if you treat metabolic health, you recalibrate, hence the name of the business, people's ability to sustain a lower weight. And we've learned that as a society, since we started doing bariatric surgery in the late 50s, early 60s, and what we've now seen happen is the, the introduction of medication that mimics some of the same, the same output there in terms of a brain-gut reset. We know that this is about the gut. We know this is about hormones and the way that hormones communicate to the brain. But there's a lot that we don't know. And that's what's so cool about science and medicine and health, right, is that we're always learning and we're always discovering new things. But if you don't commit to share those outcomes then you don't you don't commit to change the standard of care and to meaningfully have an impact over time. And, and kudos to you and your team for making that a priority early on. We're starting to see uh, some companies that did not do that as much, but now they kind of have to. Um, so uh, I'm really excited to, to see how that continues to go with the rest of the industry. I think given the macro environment, you'll see so much more of that too, because payers aren't going to pay for stuff that doesn't work. And their only way to find out if stuff works is to publish. The only way to figure out if stuff works is to share what you're doing and share what the outcomes are from a cost perspective, too, not just from a health outcomes perspective. When we say calibrate works, I tell the team all the time the business works when the product works. And I then I define the product works means the total cost of care equation works for payers. So we drive health outcomes that save more money than the cost of delivering Calibrate. And that's important. <laughs> now, healthcare healthcare is continuously changing, right? What are your thoughts on where healthcare is is heading? I just started to hint at it, but I think we were in this market where for for a lot of good, innovation was rewarded. Innovation was like, just try something new, get people excited about it. Here's money to do that. And now we're in a market that says, hey, you have to be profitable. And what profitability ultimately stems from is a product that works. And the definition of working being the one I just gave you, because that's when people will pay for it. And that means that ultimately, I think you'll see solutions that actually deliver value scale in the next 10 years, um, which is awesome. I think it's actually a really good place to be in the innovation cycle. Let people have lots of lots of resources to try lots of things. I think one of the coolest things about the innovation cycle is actually how many people left big tech to come work in healthcare in the last five years. And I hope that those people stay in healthcare. Um, and I hope that those people keep innovating here because I think that's part of what we're seeing just in terms of the fundamental change is the ability for real tech thought partners to, you know, tech thought, tech, tech, tech talent to partner with um, clinical talent in a way that you didn't have happening 10, 15, 20 years ago. And you already talked a little bit about this um, earlier on, but what are some of the things that Calibrate's doing to stay ahead of the curve? For me, it starts with people. You just have to have the best people and you have to put them in the right roles. And so for me, that's always been about self-awareness, both personal self-awareness. What am I great at? What am I terrible at? What do I love doing? What do I hate doing? Calibrate awareness. What is Calibrate good at? What does it need to be good at? What do we uniquely need to build? What can we buy? What what are we bad at? What should we stop doing? Um, and then like cultivating that in the team and getting the right the right people in the right roles at the right time is my job. And I think ultimately that's how you stay ahead of the curve 
in in any business. Um, but in healthcare right now, it's so important because if you don't have the right people in the right roles, you're not going to be able to build a business that's truly both, I think, sustainable and agile. Sustainable was our team's through word for 2022. And for 2023, it's ag- agility. And I think those are the really important things right now. And last last question for you, Isabel. What's next for the company that you're really excited about that you can share with us here today? We are about to publish, um, or we're about to start publishing, it will, it will not be a one-off, our tapering data. So we've believed since the beginning that the advent of these medications is really powerful for consumers and for people, but that it is also too expensive. The medications are too expensive. And so you have to publish a total cost of care model that makes sense, which means you have to get some people off of medication and sustain results. And so we're about to start publishing our data of what happens to people after medication. And I'm really excited about that. And my my last question for you, uh, I, I know I said that was the last question, I guess I lied, um, is who, like, you have to pick pick one of the one of the two questions, right? Tell us about a book that you recently read that you loved, or tell us about a person you recently connected with um, that that you want to give a shout out to. I just finished this morning, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. It's incredible. I don't even know why I picked it up. It's about video games. I don't know anything about video games, but it's beautifully written. I had to look up one in a hundred words and it's captivating and it's such a good story. Okay. All right. We'll we'll have to check that out. Thank you so much. And we wish you all the best of luck. Hopefully we can have you come on again soon on a panel where we can have, you know, it'll be fun. Thanks for having me, Jared.